professional here on the Hot Boys Podcast. Yeah. Um, but the episode itself will only be audio. And then I figured I'll use little clips or whatever for something funny happens. Fun. The little uncorking noise. Did so you get good. mine? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's hear let's hear the cork noise, Sophie. Wait, I just did it. I'll she do it again. She already did it. Oh, you sh- weren't paying attention, God Cody. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> nice. That sounded like a higher quality cork. I think you have a nicer tequila Probably. than my Ornitos. I don't know. I don't. Oh, that is a fancy one. More than fifteen dollars. The gift, so I have no idea. Oh, then yeah. probably. Then yes, definitely <laughs> yeah. better than Hornitos. That's for sure. It was a housewarming gift, and we moved in here in August, so she's made it a long while. We don't drink very wow. much tequila in this house. Well, that's no about margaritas? to change today. Well, I came prepared, you guys. I brought. I already poured myself a little half shot. Of, te- of tequila. Nice. And then I are, I also made myself um, a hot toddy. <laughs> wow. Fancy. I was think I almost did Irish coffee for the evening, but then I got White Claw Surge instead. Mm. Because- oh, That's- I should have gone Surge. I have like <gasps> random ass beer and White Claw with me. It's are we going to jump into the White Claw discussion? We Yes, we can. Um... um I'm down. Okay. Oh, right, Let's right, right, slam right. these. Before, yeah, before we introduce Sophie. We'll introduce oh, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the shot and then we'll introduce you. That's okay, it. great. All right. Sick. Cheers. Cheers. Wait. <coughs> yeah, that is expensive tequila because it was fine. That one went. Yeah, yours went down I've like water. I've never got tequila in my windpipe. <laughs> What'd you say? And it's. I've never gotten tequila in my windpipe before, and it wasn't my favorite experience. Yeah, that's tough. Ooh, that, that burns something extra. Ooh, that's really nice tequila. I should not take shots of that. Welcome back to the Hot Boys Podcast, everyone. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, um, a longtime Hot Boys listener and right. longtime Hot Boy. And <clears throat> not only that, is she the producer of the Hot Boys intro song that we've been using <laughs> Every episode, yeah. Since you were able to get that to us, um, welcome to the podcast, Sophie. What's up? What's up? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I didn't really know where I was going with that intro, so would you like to add anything to your bio? No, it was good. I love being a hot boy. It's great. That's perfect. <laughs> I was going to add, also, producer, and as of recently, it seems like full bona fide hot mm-hmm. mic member. Oh yeah. Of Yes. Lights out as well, which is a podcast that I produce. Women yeah. run F1 podcast, which is one of my favorite pieces of F1 content post race. So we love it. Yeah. Sorry. The post race content has changed a little bit. Can you guys imagine like me in high school being like, yeah, one day I'm <laughs> definitely going to produce a podcast about Formula One, which is a car racing sport. <laughs> Produce a podcast, yes. Yeah, it's the the podcast part. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most amazing plot twists that it has to do with <laughs> F one motorsport. <laughs> so random. Thank you. Do what is it? No, never mind. I was gonna try and make a video game joke, and then I knew it wasn't gonna land, so I didn't do it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Give it a go. Yeah, let's hear it now. Hot boy shit is I'm all say about. That's too op. That character design. 
I don't know. Did it, All right. Do? Okay. No, <laughs> I like it. Pause. OP as there fuck. was quite the pause. <laughs> you are super OP. <laughs> okay. It's a bandwidth latency type deal. Sure, you know? totally. Yeah, it's totally the delay. Yeah. It's absolutely the, the delay on here. Good save. Um, no, we've, <laughs> Corbin and I have known uh, Sophie and been friends for quite some time, mm-hmm. all the way back to the high school days. Yeah. Yeah, well, I sort of aggressively asked to be on the podcast pretty early on. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's I think it's great. I, I think that's the way it has to happen um, because Corbin and I are just absolute shit at planning. Hence, like the three month gap we had in recording this podcast. Oh yeah, um, it was your season break, but it was fine. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, we're on season two now, y'all. That's <laughs> that's all. But yeah, we we're happy to have you because um, it's been a long time since we've actually interacted with you. Sorry, I'm already burping, and it's just, it's, um, anyway. Oh, yeah, I've had to mute my mic, like, four times to cough tequila out of my lungs and belch a little bit, so, um, apologies. All very cute and hot boy shit, so it's all fine. Yes, hot boy shit. Um, speaking of hot boy shit, mm-hmm. you had mentioned it right before we started recording, mm. which I learned you should always be recording. Um, let's jump into this real quick, because I feel like the fans have to know what is your go-to white claw flavor? If if you well, I wouldn't use it as a go-to at all in the first place. Okay. Sorry to be that person. White, white claw, claw in general. general. Not really a seltzer, alcoholic seltzer person. But um we recently threw a Halloween party at our place. Recently as in October of last year. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, is I like February Halloween parties. You yeah, know, but my, <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, I really thought I was missing up my timeline or something. No, no, so, no. all right, recently, six months ago. <laughs> totally. Um, and we bought a shit ton of White Claw because we were like, we don't know what people like, but we'd also designed like a bunch of DIY drink stations. So there were like four DIY drink, drink stations that everybody actually got pretty fucked up on. And so the White Claw was left to us to drink. And we got a variety <laughs> pack. And the only one that I would drink from it is the mango. And mm. that's the one I Mango's like. Fun. And it's, I it's, pretty much don't yeah, like the rest. The Mango's, it's S tier for sure. I will always throw mango mm-hmm. in there. Um, but the only bad ones are grapefruit and pineapple. And then the rest of them are still See, I would bad. drink the grapefruit. I would not drink black cherry. No. <sighs> Black cherry the pineapple kind of smells like dehydrated pee. Okay, y'all can shut your dirty little <laughs> mouths. It's bad, Corbin. It's just it's so bad. bad. It tastes like bronchitis medicine. You're bullied. Yes, someone I, took Dimetap I, and put bubbles I in it. I drink exactly. I drink cough medicine <laughs> over taking Dayquil pills. Because in my mind, it feels like it's working faster. I assume it is breaking the blood-brain barrier easier if I'm drinking my cough syrup. I'm drinking my NyQuil's. I'm drinking my DayQuil's. And I'm drinking my Black Cherry White Claw. All right? See, I I'm going to have to see the science behind that. Yeah, me too. I also drink... I didn't say there was science. I said I feel. <laughs> I feel is inherently non-scientific. My feelings are that's kind of fucked up. I also can't... Uh, I can't like take a Nyquil like pe- like pill or anything because I get night terrors, um, which okay. <laughs> Do they give you like, right. sleep paralysis <laughs> if you? <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, 
Wait, do you you always have night terrors and the NyQuil makes it worse or just if you take <laughs> Only NyQuil? if I take NyQuil. It like is a bad trip every time. Whoa. Same with like ZQuil, like any kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. sleeping I aid. don't know. Or is it just Nike? Are we an anti We're NyQuil? We're an anti NyQuil, anti DayQuil pod for at least Sophie. Um, okay. Oh, does DayQuil give you day terrors? Because <laughs> I have that all the time, but I think it's just anxiety. <laughs> no, I literally start tripping. It's really bad. It's really scary. Wow, I've never, I've Some never heard of that. Some people might consider that really fun, though. True. Yeah. It runs in my I family. I want you. So. If if you wouldn't mind, can you like paint the picture of one of your night oh, terrors gosh. for us? Why would you make her relive no, trauma, okay. Cody? That's such a cruel, cruel it's okay. move. So this was a day trip, <laughs> but um, right. I can detail day trip. the it's day trip. It's all my trip. favorite. Um, the, the NyQuil day trip. I was watching this um, performance of a show called Angels in America in college. Do you guys know this show at all? Okay. We are it's not It's about cultured. the AIDS crisis. So it's about the AIDS oh. crisis in New York in like the 80s and 90s. And it's very upsetting. <laughs> sounds um, like it, yeah. Yeah, this sounds like a horrible thing to watch while you're upsetting. taking medicine. So, yeah. So I was like coughing up a storm and like it's embarrassing to be coughing in a theater. This is pre-COVID, <laughs> so it was not that embarrassing, but it was still embarrassing. Right. Yeah, because now it feels really cool to be coughing. Way cooler in a now, so and like much healthier. You just gotta get it out of your system. Um, so I was coughing a lot, and I was went there with my mom, and she was like, "Here, just take a Dayquil." And I was like, "I think that that might be a bad idea because the Nyquil hasn't gone well in the past." And she's like, "You have to take something. It's fine." So I took it at intermission. She went to go sit with her professor friend who had directed the show, and she left me. And so, I, oh wait, hold on. So I just realized this is a live this is performance. A live too. performance this in a person. There's four oh, people it was in a movie. this theater. No, no, no. So sorry. Oh this is a theatrical performance. And um, so took it in, at intermission. At the end of this play, um, there's the scene where an angel comes to like bring this main character home slash he dies i think i think i might very drastically be telling the plot incorrectly <laughs> because <laughs> I you were tripping balls tripping yeah out of my mind so there's this scene where this angel like gets raised up on a platform and starts like descending out into the audience nope. and i nope i'm not into I, it <laughs> I was like, this thing is gonna attack me. It's really, it's really too close to me. It's like, and I was kind of oh looking around, God. like, is anyone else like concerned? Like, what are you <laughs> doing here? <laughs> and I was like, still coughing. It was like, oh, it was not, it was upsetting. I didn't even have wow. my mom to be like holding on to. I was, I had to be like cool because there was a lot of people around me. I quickly went home after that. It was, not yeah that yeah that sounds horrifying yeah, was um yes that sounds like the worst experience ever worst trip i've ever so had. when you have a cold then are you just out here toughing it out just like i'm gonna do this the old-fashioned <laughs> way or just drinking like honeyed tea with some lemon in it or are you do you have alternate methods that don't um ruin your mm -hmm. day slash month slash 
create core memories that are deeply red. She chugs black cherry white claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my bronchitis medicine. I don't get sick that often. I really don't. And like I should knock on wood because um I both of my well, my roommate and her partner uh tested positive for COVID yesterday. And um, Whoa. Woo, woo. I think it's coming. See, but now we're at the point of COVID where it's cool if you get it, right? I guess so. I haven't gotten it yet, so. Whoa, Are they still masking wow. in New York? We're like we're not in mass mandate territory anymore, but I bet it's gonna come back very quickly because it is like if you went out this last weekend, every single person I know is like, so I shit yeah, but we'll see. I'm on the brink. Did you guys get it? Dang. Oh yeah. Um, oh, got yeah. it over Christmas. I've never tested positive. True. Um, anytime I started feeling sick, I was just like, oh, no, I can't leave my house. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. I have to watch TV now. And I did get, <laughs> I did get really, really sick um, in 2019, January of 2019, or not January, sorry, uh, November of 2019. Um, and it could have been COVID because I was in China. So. Oh, it's true. You told me the story. It very well could have been COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And it was not fun. I went to a hospital. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they gave I'm me some. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm going to trust that I'm not allergic to any of this and I bad. won't die. Very bad. What if that so, medicine. So, I don't know if I've ever actually gotten COVID. What if the medicine they gave you at the Chinese hospital unknowingly gave you night or day terrors? And you're just trying to walk around enjoying the rest of your trip, just having absolute, just horrible machinations of your own mind just coming to life. Honestly, <laughs> early on it might have because I was having, I spent a whole like day and a half in bed with like so the exciting. worst fever and oh, my shit. fever dreams get weird like i remember once i was a witch and they were trying to burn me and every Damn. i'd wake up just covered in sweat and be like oh it's just a weird dream and i'd fall back asleep and it was just, i fell back into the dream i was a witch again and they were trying to burn me and i didn't know that little tickling spell that the witches knew in salem in harry potter so I was scared for my life. I thought I was going to die, but you're alive though. It. So it's okay. That wasn't in China though. In China, I think I just had regular weird dreams and I sweat a lot and shivered a lot. Terrible. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. I honestly think it's coming for me. I can feel it. I was like, should I take the shot? I took the shot. So here we are. <laughs> did you, did you see? Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about the. The oh, shot. no, I was thinking about our tequila shot. <laughs> <laughs> they, it also helps hold off COVID. There's that doctor the other day that's getting a bunch of heat for uh, saying, if you haven't gotten COVID yet, it means you don't have friends. There was a doctor the other day. I'm not like, wow. I swear to God. I'm it's he's getting like so much heat for because he's like, everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what are you trying I'm to say about safe. me? I, it's not my opinion. I'm just saying this. I'm relaying Cody, information. how dare... This is our first guest in a minute, Cody. And you're out here... Roasting. Telling her she doesn't have friends. Roasting. Oh, God. And just dragging her right now. You know... That's unnecessary. We're okay. right back to the good old days of okay. the friendship. Where yeah, Cody, I don't think I've actually other. seen you in... Yeah. 
since senior year of high school. Yeah, literally probably since I graduated. Yeah. It's insane. And then Corbin I saw last summer, which was nice. We, oh, we did you? That was fun. Oh, yeah. wait. Yeah, I remember yeah. Corbin telling me about this. Yeah, we hung out. It was, it was right after um, I had my music video debut. So yeah, that's right. The next day. Oh, yeah. Um, Sophie, I do have a question for you. Okay. Long ago, in the early days of the Hot Boys podcast, almost a year ago now, wow. yeah. you asked us a question. Uh-oh. You said, hey... If you could make a presentation about anything, what would it be? Like, what are you passionate enough to make a presentation about? Multiple slides. I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I assume you have something locked and loaded and ready to go for this. And if you don't, fucking figure it out. We're going to sit here in silence until you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll stare at you. If the totally. last 30 minutes of this podcast has to be just quiet it will be totally uh just give me a hot second okay so this is the perfect what platform are you using is this prezi is it powerpoint um is it just title cards that you have like snl style um it's a combination of keynote and snl cards excellent because audience participation is necessary all the time (laughs) yeah let us know and do a plot Okay, great. That's sort of like all, like always, just like a rumbling. <laughs> Constant. Ooh, I'm pretty sure there's yay. a way. Hey, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yay, yay. Can you guys hear this? Oh, I'm trying to play clapping right now. Never mind. Oh. Okay, never mind. It's, Did you hear it sounds like somebody's crinkling a chip. It bag. sounds like somebody <laughs> threw a bunch of marbles onto the ground. Right, yeah, that didn't. That didn't. Well, I like that we heard different sounds too. You heard marbles. I heard Lay's potato chips. It just it explains where both our brains are at. You're, you just watch Squid Game and I'm hungry. Man, that show is, yeah. Okay, so this is what my keynote presentation with title cards would be about. Yay! Wow! Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it would be like what are groups of animals called? Oh, like, so like a good. group of crows. Murder of crows type mm-hmm. of deal. Like a group of giraffes. What is a group of giraffes called? Uh, a, a gaggle. No, that's geese. A, that's a geese. Um, it, Corbin's really thinking. He wants to guess. Just. <laughs> also, the, the thing about this know. is that I'm a, pretty sure you like make parade? up shit and put it on Google. That would be yeah, a good one. Like That's very good. Giraffes. Is it a, a a mosh pit of giraffes? <laughs> think about think about giraffes they compared to well. other animals. A neck of giraffes mm, also would be a great option. If it's called <laughs> like a it. height of giraffes or something, I'm over it. So it is called a tower of giraffes. Oh my! That's so dumb. <laughs> I we should honestly hunt giraffes into extinction now and then blame <laughs> okay. whoever named them that. I'm pretty sure okay, it was wait. like a 15-year-old on Wikipedia one day, so. I think my <laughs> my favorite group of animals, I would say, is uh, a, do you guys know what a ferret, like a group of ferrets is called? Mm-mm. Oh, like, I don't know, like a playtime of ferrets or something? It's called a business of ferrets. <laughs> no. And it's I'm going to get a ferret and put in a suit now. It's amazing. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, see, everyone can contribute. So you've got this presentation then. I assume you have a favorite then. What is your favorite group animal? Honestly, it is Tower of Giraffes. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) (laughs) After we just shredded it. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) But she also took part in the shredding of it. So, like, it's slightly self-deprecating in the fact that you were a little bit... It's enticing towards the shredding of the day <laughs> so i was listening to the lights out podcast uh today well, trying to get into the moment get the vibe you know what i mean yeah. see if i can unearth anything that i could bring up Uh-oh. um and you actually recently brought up a story about how on a zoom call um your picture was the lone picture on <laughs> so bad Amongst all these other people and like directors and stuff and writers of this movie or whatever it is that you're working on, people that you may not have met yet or like don't have that much interaction. I think mm-hmm. that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but the question I thought of is if given the opportunity, what is the most chaotic picture you could put as your Zoom profile picture uh, in that scenario? So that if you're the only photo, I mean, I guess it would have to be like safe for work, I guess. <laughs> But it's up to you. And what would you put as your like Zoom photo to like make people just be like, yo, what in the world? <laughs> you know what my I'm gonna say what my first thought was, which is like relevant to us. I would put one of our group prom pictures on on <laughs> Were they chaotic? I think that was like the oh my God. most well-behaved I ever was. I just think, so good. I just think like in a professional sense, which is like, you know, whatever. Film is not yeah, that. Yeah, your high school yeah, prom right? photo. <laughs> like that's fucking chaotic. Everyone would be like, oh, that's so, so good. Did she Zoom anybody over the pandemic? Like has she updated this since she was 16? Or Yes. But they'd be like, the dress is pretty cool. Yeah, totally. It was cool. I didn't match it at all, but it was a cool dress. Did you not match it at all? No, I wore, I don't think you knew what you were wearing early enough. And I had to get my, so I wore white and black because I was like, that'll just match anything. So I had like a white vest and then everything else was black. And I was like, that'll work. It's because I didn't think I was going. I didn't think I was going that year. Oh my God, I'm dying over here. Oh man, you just like unearthed some memories that I haven't thought about in so long. This is great. Oh, Junior. I think like we all went to P.F. Chang's and your fucking Ford Expedition from the 90s. Dude, Frank the Tank, we rocked up to P.F. Chang's for prom dinner in that thing. And then drove back 20 minutes to get to our... Wait, no, was that at the Antlers? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was I at think the, we did it at the Antlers that year. Springs. Mm-hmm. So the Antlers Hilton is where my college, which is like three blocks away from that Antlers Hilton, we'd had like our winter ball party there every year. <laughs> so I had yes. like, it took a couple years to, to walk into that lobby and get over like, okay, this is a different context. I'm not in I'm, high school anymore. I'm yeah. not in high school and I'm a thousand percent more drunk, so... Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I I wish I'd gotten drunk for at least one of our proms, but I think it was even at that one at the Antlers. I'm pretty sure the security guards came up and shined like flashlights in my eyes. And <laughs> really? I wasn't even like an overt, like bad kid yet. Dude. And they were like, oh, let me see your eyeballs. And I was like, calm down. I don't remember that at all. 
It could have been the next prom then. Yeah. Or it could have been one of the other dances. Um, I did go to a dance high once though, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but some other people that went with me high did not have oh, fun. Dear. <laughs> That's too bad. I, I think one of the most amazing things about that prom number one i need to i'm gonna have to unearth some of those photos and then that's gonna be our announcement photo that you were the guest on the podcast Um, i'm just kidding we don't have to do that i think it'd be funny though um but do you guys remember we like pulled up to the hotel and we didn't know where to park and so we're like you know what let's just let's just valet my piece of shit car oh my god and so yes. we valeted the car and it sat out front with like, I mean, we went to a school where people were driving like brand new Audis and brand yeah, new. Like, I was sitting with Audis and oh like BMWs and shit. And there's this and like. And there's a 1998 <laughs> Ford Explorer or Ford Expedition. Oh, it's so covered good. Covered in mud probably. Yeah, definitely not that clean. I don't think. Like, I think we just went for it and it was amazing. It was so, it was so fun. You know. That's the last time I remember washing my car too, because I intended to drive my car to like prom, mm-hmm. yeah, or at least like to where like we were doing photos and everything. Mm-hmm. So I like vacuumed it, I washed my car, and I think that's the last time it's been in a car wash. Amazing. It's just been the rain ever since has washed us. <laughs> I'm terrified of what the underside of my car yeah, looks no. like, but I don't go under there, so it's not my problem. Amazing. In New York, do you have a car with you, Sophie? No. I mean, I worked a job for a long time where they gave us a car because to like drive to different film sets. Um, So I had a rental car that I would have to park in the city. And I would absolutely not choose to own a car here, though. Like, it's the car insurance (laughs) alone is fucking crazy. It's like $600 a month. And it's like, actually, I'll pay rent instead. So, so yeah, your what? life then I'm assuming now because you don't drive is just like premium rush. Like you're riding fixed gear bicycles, weaving through traffic, <laughs> blowing through red lights. Exactly. Like, like, and you're keeping up with all the bike messengers, and you're like, sorry, I gotta get, gotta get somewhere. I'm no brakes. So scared to ride a bike in New York. It's the one like thing I have left to like overcome here honestly Mm. of like living in New York I fucking have to buy a bicycle because I live in Brooklyn and like (laughs) Brooklyn is hard it's so easy to get from place to place if you have a bike and it takes like an hour to get somewhere via like the train when you could get there in 15 Mm. minutes on a bike and I'm just so scared do it and so scary. here's what I've learned because there's a guy that I watch who like films people like bombing through traffic in new york yeah um on like bicycles and stuff and what i've learned is don't go in the bike lanes bike lanes are with your bike um yeah (laughs) yeah ride with traffic because more often than not you will ride faster than traffic and they like to grab the door handles of the taxis to really give them a boost um so fucking but ride like ride in traffic they're used to cyclists and like but more people get hit, I think, in the bike lanes in New York than just like riding with traffic. If you like know how to ride a bike, mm-hmm. ride with traffic. Okay, heard. That doesn't. Otherwise, happen. you have to deal with all like the. It's weird that I know so much about you, New York cycling culture specifically, and nothing else. Yeah. But I've watched so many hours of people riding bikes in New York because it fascinates me, and I love it. Oh. Um, okay. Like all the delivery driver or riders on their little 
e-bikes like ride with one foot hanging mm-hmm. off all the time and like they're just a nuisance from what i've seen <laughs> to like actual cyclists so mm-hmm. ride in traffic you'll be fine totally and if you get hit i mean this is not financial advice so <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just suggesting yeah. it here great we're Perfect. we're gonna have you back on at some point and you'll have to give us an update on the bike journey that's totally we're gonna hopefully over that's on it's on the list for the year for sure <laughs> what do so. you think is the like hardest thing you've overcome with living in a big city like that mm. uh honestly hmm sorry you're gonna have to edit this out that's all right we don't edit anything oh. unfortunately it's all, all the awkward pauses times and I'm pretty sure it always makes it in the final cut. Oh, God. What do you edit, Cody? If, what are you editing? You know, he doesn't. I don't think. Oh. I don't listen to him, so I'm not positive. This, these are unfounded <laughs> accusations. I, I definitely edit some things out, but if it's funnier to keep in the mm. awkward pauses, mm-hmm. I leave them because I think that's funny. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess my answer is like kind of serious. I guess I was trying to make it a joke, but there's no, there's no joke about living here really most of the time. Fair. Um, I think just honestly, like getting used to being around this many people all of the time mm. and this many sounds all of the time. Like we grew up in pretty rural Colorado where yeah. like my, like the loudest thing I heard was the train that was like six miles away from my house. And then otherwise nothing. And so it's very jarring to like be here and then go spend any time in Colorado because it feels like it's absolutely silent when I go back to Colorado now. But here mm. it's just like you kind of have to figure out how to like do your thing and be alone, but also like live around a million, million people. So that was hard. When you're like when you're back at home and stuff and you're like going to sleep, do you play like cityscape noises and stuff <laughs> to fall asleep or is the silence like deafening because i mean i've always had to have a fan going because silence lets too much of my thoughts in totally Um, so (laughs) is it the same when you go back or is it kind of a nice break and you're like oh this is what sleeping i just listen to gilmore i just play gilmore girls wherever i am to fall asleep so (laughs) i just keep that's your white noise it is yeah that's great that's great you're one of those people who they say they're like don't look at blue light before you go to bed and you're like fuck that i watch it to go to bed i do you're like i've defeated blue light apparently <laughs> as something that keeps me awake apparently i don't think it's a good thing but but i'm the same i've listened to the harry potter books every <gasps> yes. single night pretty much mm. since i was in like the second grade jim dale though right like jim dale oh uh, yeah i'm not a stephen fry fucking nerd anybody who tries <laughs> to tell me stephen fry is better no like doesn't get to say it again because i'm pretty sure they've been put in a shallow grave of some sort <laughs> jim dale is an honorary hot boy honestly uh yeah jk rowling maybe not but jim dale absolutely jk rowling is not let's just say no. maybe yeah, yeah. But definitely hard, not hard definitely pass. not a hot boy hard no hard pass yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah so those are good too i i've been like meaning to dig more into this too because i feel like i'm so amazed by this like coming from small town colorado like you said very rural quiet now you're just Mm. in the big city you like recently had some sort of part in helping with the movie west side story and i have to hear like how (laughs) this came to be and like what part you played because i think it's so fascinating 
So I work in location departments, or I have been for the last four four years. Um, and uh, so that most of the time I'm working as the on-site contact for different sets. So like I'm like the person that is like the liaison between the film crew and the community, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and like helping get the the place like ready for when the filming crew comes in to actually film. And then I help put it back together when they leave. And I did, we actually shot West Side Story in 2019, the summer of 2019. So pre-pandemic. Oh, wow. But they pushed the release date. It was supposed to come out in 2020, December of 2020. And then the pandemic hit and Spielberg was like, I want a theatrical release. So we're waiting a year. (laughs) And so they did. But yeah, we, so I, I worked on that whole, the whole movie and that my sets were the, um, the the gym scene did you guys watch it it's okay if you did uh, i've specifically looked up the gym scene because <laughs> you mentioned it on your instagram and i was like i have to go see what this is and then on reddit someone posted like how amazing it is that it was all like done in i think it's one shot right or is it like it's like one very large shot or something or like yeah a there's a lot of but it was very vast and moving parts yeah too. so that's the one i helped get ready and like then was there for like two weeks while they were filming and then helped put it back together. And then the other one I did was the rumble scene, which is like the big fight that they do in the salt shed. And so I like basically lived at this salt shed in Brooklyn for like two months while they carted in actual salt and then like fought there. And we did like two weeks of overnights and then... Holy shit. Yeah, it's just, you know, that part was less than fun, but it's okay. And then... <laughs> put it back together so that's what i did for that that job it was amazing it was very like it was very hard it was like very weird to that was like my third job too um oh my gosh so i was pretty scared and like i walked onto set the first day and like spielberg's over there and i was like i'm sorry what happened to me like did you go like pull one of his hairs out though like (laughs) just to have it that was the first thing I did. Did you go ask him what How his favorite you know? white cloth flavor was? <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. I think he would have been like, what is that? <laughs> He's I don't like, know don't. He no, he'd known. have been like, I appreciate the initiative. Too many people forget that I'm a human person who yeah. drinks white claw at my core. Mm-hmm. And they forget about that because they look at my accolades and what I've done. <laughs> and he's like, and this person's coming up and reminding me and everybody else that I'm a people. And he'd I'm be like, people. <laughs> She's tight. Yeah. I'm into her. Exactly. No, he's kind of like, he's very sort of protected even on set. Like he definitely has like, you know, he's An like entourage. kind of a small dude, but like he, his bandwidth or whatever it is, like takes up a lot of space. Like he's just kind of like, everyone's kind of like, oh, give the gov some room. We call him the gov on the radio so that people don't hear like where's the director where's spielberg if we're like in a neighborhood and somebody is like oh they're looking for spielberg he's around so we just call him are are these industry are these like industry trade secrets because we have at least 22 listeners at all times (laughs) and should we bleep out no it's fine spielberg's code i mean whatever Maybe the wide expanse of the Hot Boys podcast really is going to put this in danger of leaking to the public eye. I think it's okay. One of these days, you never know. That's true. What could happen? People have bad taste about things all the time, and one 
day it could just grace our podcast so yeah. you never know true that's true i think it's okay i think we can give it away it'll be fine <laughs> Now I, I know, it. though. Now you know. I don't have any idea what Steven Spielberg looks like, but if I ever hear anybody say the gov in any situation, I'm going to start looking for somebody who looks like they've got a big bubble around them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to be on high alert Exactly. When I hear that. Because I hear that so often in my life. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really so, either anymore. But When you work on something for so long and the like release date gets pushed is it frustrating because you're like this isn't really like something i can put on my resume and be like i did this because everyone's like we haven't seen it yet we don't know (laughs) if it's even like yeah you know a good good thing or like does that like depending on how well it does even translate into like your role Mm -hmm. if you were looking to jump ship and go to like a different you know production company or however you know the employment Mm -hmm. works for your field like would they have to see the movie first or would they just be able to be like oh cool no you did that for a movie we know what that (laughs) entails no unfortunately most people that work in the film industry are a little jaded and like don't really care like a lot of them (laughs) don't watch the stuff that they work on it's kind of upsetting um i don't listen to our podcast is that the same it's thing? It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> I just, I don't like the so sound good. of me. And I think I'll be too in here. No, totally. If, <laughs> if I listen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, t- it totally depends on the person, I guess. But like the way I get jobs is like a manager will call me that I've worked for already and says, hey, I got this job. I want you to come onto my team. Like, let's, let's, here you go. Here's your start date. So there's no like job application process. And I'm actually kind of, transitioning out of film right now and like going through the job application process and wow does it is it awful it's an awful place oh it's a it's a horrible Just don't world corporate america it's it's crazy it is so deep like i feel awful most of the day writing yeah. cover letter is like actually hell on earth so i've always gotten jobs through like people well if it helps i teach a little cover letter and resume course uh, for people at work. So if you want to send yours to me, I Weird. can at least give it a once over. I can't give you any like pointers on content because yeah. I think what you and I do are very um, the same. different. <laughs> and I'm not going to try to come in and weigh in and mansplain on any of that. But I'm very good with like the presentation of it all. Oh, okay. I'm... Like I'm decent enough that they were like, hey, Corbin, like teach people how to make them. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm going to take so, you up on the that. If you need that point. at all, if you need any support there, I've gotcha. The first point shit. he makes sure everyone highlights is things like your favorite white claw flavor, <laughs> your least favorite yeah, white claw flavor. That should always be first and foremost in your cover letter. Be like, to whom it may concern, yeah. I'm, and just say black cherry, even though you're not, because I promise mm. you it's going to get you more mm. interviews consistently. Mm-hmm. It's so telling. Then so if telling. you come through with mango and they're like, oh my God, basic. Okay. <laughs> so you need. You need to seem like you're you're taking chances out there, right? And they'll be like, somebody brave enough to say black cherry. Mm-hmm. They're going to go and they're going to be like, we got to talk to this person. Yeah, we totally. have to correct this person's absolute garbage taste in white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Spielberg's favorite um, is black cherry. So 
Again. Oh, dude, it's gonna be a Is game it? changer. No, I'm no. I'd be I'd be <laughs> devastated. That is canon. <laughs> That's I love everybody. The fun fact you bring to the, the next party are is all about black cherry. Yeah. <laughs> I love Corbin's the drinks hope. black cherry, y'all. <laughs> the the hope behind Corbin's voice that his favorite flavor <laughs> is black cherry was the highlight of my week so far. That was great. I'll Amazing. have to work on another one and ask him. I don't think I'm going to do that. So, <laughs> sorry. Did, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah I'll, that. I'll fucking tweet him. I don't give a shit. I don't think he has a Twitter. <laughs> He's one of those. Oh. oh, my God. Fucking creatives. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, being, um, being a part of, like, a... I mean, okay, I'm totally assuming West Side Story is a musical, right? I'm not crazy. Yes. Oh, my. Okay. Yes, it is. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. So, you used to be in, like, musicals in high school, all the mm-hmm. good old times. Oh, God. What was yeah. your favorite and what was your least favorite in high school? I know my favorite moment for me personally. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, I've blacked out a lot of that time of life. Um like favorite moment do you want me to bring it rushing back (laughs) oh were you at that show you know exactly what i'm talking about you were at that show i was at that show wow i thought it was planned i have to hear this now we have to get dig into this like there's no way we're letting this fly corbin maybe you should tell the story and then i can supplement all right so (laughs) this is based on high school corbin's memory yeah that was a long time ago. Um, Let me lead and with it's hard to that. This is both, I think, both my favorite and least favorite moment of performing on stage <laughs> in high school. So, all right, cool. Now it's hard for me to know all the details because I've had to like comb through and kind of like sift through to find good memories, and I let all the bad shit fall through the sieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so parts of the good memories kind of get shaved off too by the abrasive metal screen here. Um, so I don't remember exactly how you ended up in this position, but, um, (laughs) for some reason, Sophie's character, and I believe this was the lead, correct? So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So she's playing, you know, lead role. And for some reason, I think she's taking a nap (laughs) under her desk. She's playing a strong, powerful woman from what I remember. Right. Yeah. And, um, She's like underneath this desk and it's like the desk that our school chose to spend the money on was this old rickety piece of oh shit. Oh my god. And Sophie went to go stand up and the desk collapses on top of her. And I was like, "Damn, they really just that must be part of it because she didn't break a fucking beat. She just kept going and it was like yeah, that's how it was. I thought it was part of the play. Oh I was God, amazed. And then, like, Monday, she was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. You got some chops on you, dog. You can act. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm actually crying. I'm crying. We love, yeah, we love that was a, great. a person who stays in character. Like, how amazing the prowess that it takes to have your full foundation collapse underneath <laughs> you and stay in character. No. Without not underneath laughing. her, on top on of top her. Of she me. was underneath the was desk, under and the desk. desk fell on top of her. The desk was crushing her. The desk oh was trying God. to kill her. 
It was, yeah. who was your understudy, by the way? Because I think they might have done it. I think that it was vindictive, and I think they were trying to hurt you. Um, we didn't have those in high school, unfortunately, but that would have been a great plot. Really? Line. Yeah. No, so the con- <laughs> the other context of this is that this is the this is the monologue of the show where this woman is like, I might commit suicide. <laughs> this was like Oh, I don't even remember the context of the <laughs> no! speech. I was more I blown was like, away by the in performance. The middle, it's like a very serious, like this is the funny part of the monologue is when she gets under the desk and is like, I just want to be done, like ha ha ha. And then she gets up and then starts to talk about maybe oh wanting to maybe not live anymore. And I had to do like this is so vivid for me, this experience. Uh, so I, I heard this. it fell, heard the laughter, which lasted for like four minutes, right? I let <laughs> it go because I was also laughing under the desk. I was like, I have to pull my shit together. And I did the like great, like zombie coming out of the grave, like hand reaches over and like slaps the top of the desk. I remember that. <laughs> Just that. Pulled myself up and I was like, it's all fine. Oh, sorry to the tequila. But like... I was like, it's all fine. Ha, ha, ha. Like, it's all good. Let me talk about maybe wanting to die. Ah. It was so, <laughs> it was so crazy. I'm, I was like, this is the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. And I really need to leave the stage now. And this is the show where she's like on stage for the whole fucking like almost two hours. <laughs> so I just had to stay there. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't like leave and go like whatever feel feelings i, I had to be like so moving on it was crazy i'm so glad you were there corbin yes no i was there i was amazed i thought it was planned and then i remember when you told me it wasn't i was like oh, that's mind-blowing yeah there is no way in a thousand years that if something were to ever happen to me like that in the spotlight that i would be able to maintain <laughs> composure like there are situations that like I just wouldn't be I would be crying laughing I would just be like this I have to walk off stage sorry the scene's over or something like that's insane Dude, especially <laughs> yeah. you in high school Cody bro like, I know man I feel that's... like you would have been so bad in drama like because no matter what you were just nothing phased you like it wasn't until we were adults or like at least we got closer that I'd like see you get like frustrated or upset or anything and i feel like you just couldn't have brought any kind of like serious emotion at all to the stage it was it was all sunshine and happiness for high school cody and that was the only emotion apparently how how Uh, what a weird place we went to school in it was honestly really bad yeah what a wild ride that our entire youth growing up there was yeah very weird i I will say not doing any kind of like drama during like middle school and high school is one of my biggest regrets like i know some people are like sad about like not playing sports or anything like that but i tried sports and guess what i learned they fucking suck they're not fun (laughs) Maybe if I was go-karting, I'd be a racer exactly. by now. But exactly. football sucks. I'm not a team boy, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I'm not a but team boy. <laughs> it was like by the time I got to college and like I really was able to like sit down and appreciate things like improv. Like some of my favorite comedians are all like improv mm-hmm. people. Like some of my favorite actors like come from like 
the improv world. And I was like, I wish I had focused on some of that stuff and been like brave enough to at least give it a try. Mm -hmm. Cause I think I could be, especially in high school, I was much less anxious Mm. and I think I would have been okay. (laughs) Yeah. Being in some, you know, type of production. And it's always been a huge disappointment of me and myself that I never tried it because I think it could have been something that I'd have found very fulfilling of fun. You can still do but it. Instead, I was just that's sad. true. That's a good down for Collins. You don't understand. Colorado <laughs> is boring as shit. You're over in metropolitan ass <laughs> New York. You're like, oh, I can go get any type of food I want. I can go, you know, I can go to Broadway tonight if I feel like it. Yeah. You know what I can do for three hundred dollars. We have our company meetings for my corporate ass job in a theater that also does plays because they don't do plays frequently enough for us to not be able to get the theater. I think the theater more often does corporate events than actual art. Nice. So, Corbin, there is yeah. a improv comedy club here in the great state of Washington. Do it. Near Seattle that do it. gives classes. And your youngest sister no, you're not. went to go take classes, and she said it was great. So you, you should do it. I think it'd be really fun. I think you'd be good I at think, it. We'll see. I think a, a comedy special, maybe not a special, a comedy I don't play. think I want to do stand-up, Wait, though. Like, do, no, stand-up sorry, comedians are never happy. Hey. And, like, I've sat down, and I've, like, tried to write, because, like, I don't take a lot of things seriously, like I can take things seriously, but like it's not my go-to option unless it's a necessary emotion to have. So like if I can make things lighthearted and fun and funny, that's what I go for. And ever since I was in high school, people were like, "Oh my god, you should be in stand-up or something." <laughs> Being funny, like in a situation where you're having a conversation, is so different than sitting down and writing something that's funny. Like yeah. I've sat down, I have tried on so many occasions and been like. And like, maybe I'll go to an open mic or something. It is work. It is hard work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the amazing thing about most stand-up comedians is their tolerance for bombing and absolute mm-hmm. failure. Because mm. any stand-up comedian that you listen to about their like rise and like about like their time in like the small clubs, especially like New York's got a pretty cutthroat like it is <laughs> stand-up scene. Intense. And yeah. like whenever especially like new york comedians are like talking about it it's like you will bomb Mm -hmm. nobody is just a natural stand-up comedian because there's a difference between that and being funny in a situation you have to create a funny situation all in your mind Mm -hmm. put it on paper and then make it believable so people think it actually happened to you or take things that actually happened to you that are probably traumatic most of the time and then they make them funny somehow like it is a skill that I don't think I have and I'm really glad I don't and I never thought that I did because I've just <laughs> in my 28 years have watched how poorly a lot of comedy can age mm-hmm. and we came out during the edgiest time in the world like 
we were going into being adults during the time of edgy humor. Yeah. If I had fucking tried stand up at that time, do you know how embarrassed I would be about the footage <laughs> yeah. that would be out there of me saying some awful, awful shit? Because we, we came from a white ass town. And yeah. Like, Sophie, I feel like you were always like very good about it. I actually have a couple vivid memories of me like saying stuff and you being like, nah, dog. Really? <laughs> Calm down. That's not cool. And like, I never like said it again because I was like, oh shit, and like had to reflect. Mm. But for the most part, we all came from like a very white town, yeah. and I'm a mm. white guy from a very white town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it took me a lot of time, like listening and learning these things to be like, all right, a lot of the shit that I thought was funny because of like shock comedy being funny isn't funny anymore. Yeah. I thought I understood things back then and like I'm I've fallen into this like zone of my life where I'm like I'm kind of going to be a student of everything especially like culture and stuff forever because you know straight white men aren't deciding what the culture is anymore Mm -hmm. so now I'm always going to be in like more of a learning and understanding phase Mm -hmm. and I'm too scared that even now there might be some things that I think or feel that maybe aren't the truth once I learn more. Cause I've already learned so much since I was an 18 year old kid mm-hmm. that I'm not ready to commit myself to being like, Oh, I've finished learning. Cause I think if you're like, I finished learning things and I'm fully adjusted and I'm a good person now, um, are often people who have very misguided views on the world <laughs> <laughs> still. And I never want to be like, fully locked into a place where I'm like oh no I'm not learning anymore because I figured it out I'm a good mm-hmm. person yeah but I think yeah but I think it's like I just think you should do it anyway <laughs> no I think it's I like would do, like improv <laughs> I love that Sophie's like drama I, or something I love that Sophie's I'm fully just supportive she's fully supportive of everything you just said and is like you know what though fuck it and just go for it um i think peak comedy for me is to have a a play with the lead of corbin and sophie just monologuing (laughs) but like from underneath furniture everywhere (laughs) can the monologues have nothing to do with each other either like like I'm monologuing about something like not serious and Sophie's very serious. But then as soon as hers gets not serious, I'm like, I'm thinking about getting a divorce and I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to get through it. And she's over there and she's like, honestly, if you hit jelly donuts, they just, they just shoot out like a gun and it's really fun. Can I just, I think- I'm sorry to keep doing it, but like you just did it. So like, just yeah, do that. I'm pretty sure you just came up with what is now going to be regarded as the finest piece of art in 2022. Bo Burnham 3.0, ready to go. (laughs) Number one, don't you dare disrespect Bo Burnham by comparing him to me ever again. (laughs) Bo Burnham is a a master of art, and I am just some kid in a basement right now. But like, he's a great example of somebody who's like actually like he's a straight white man he's making yeah, and he went from very edgy comedy to yeah. introspective and understanding like yeah 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 i guess i can see it i don't know i think i'm just gonna be immortalized in podcast form and That's that funny. way it can always be improvisational and just whatever comes to the forefront of my dumb little brain mm-hmm. yeah corbin, corbin and i have 
constant just brainstorming sessions about the future of this podcast as if you know we think it's gonna just blow up and be this amazing thing i love it yeah that's all you can really do. i mean that's what we're doing too we're just like okay i guess we just have to keep going so Charles <laughs> is good though like i th- actually like enjoy listening to it Thank like because i'm very new to formula one right so like I mean, sometimes too, like yeah and it seems like kate is more experienced with it like she's kind of lived with it for like a bit longer like it she wasn't like it part of the drive to survive crew as much i feel like or at least if she was is like early drive to survive and i feel like i like learn from her and i like take some things from like a lot of the shit specifically that like kate says i'm like I'm like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. It's great. Mm-hmm. And then y'all talk about social media. And I only oh, follow dude. a couple of like, but I learned so much from y'all. Like, I think, honestly, Lights Out is the reason that I do have a soft spot for Valtteri Bottas now. Yes. Like, <laughs> he just sits in my heart. And like, when I see him doing well, I'm just like, oh my oh, God, yes, that's Valtteri. my boy. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And like, I love it so much. And I think a lot of that is because of y'all and like social media star of the week and all that. And it's great. And actually this might be a great place to share it because I screenshotted it back in the day, intending to DM y'all about it and be like, Hey, this should be social media star of the week. But I was like, I'm not sure if this one's quite the vibe of the show, Um, (laughs) but it's my favorite tweet that ever has been released by any formula one team ever. Okay. A team. Can I guess? Yes. Yes. Ferrari tweeted oh, this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and I think... <laughs> you don't know, you guess. Know, <laughs> so, you know, you've got Ferrari. They're like, I don't care that it's Drive to Survive season four. I'm speaking Italian. You can fucking put subtitles on me. Like, so I love it. It's so fucking Ferrari, and it's my favorite thing. Like, all the drivers seem to know Italian, and I feel like they just know that that's a requirement. Mm-hmm. And... So I'm almost positive that this came because of a slight error in translation between Italian and English. <laughs> okay. But it was last year during the first triple header. You've been saving this. Saving this. <laughs> during the first triple header, they post a picture of Charles and it says, "It's so the first race has happened yeah. and there's two more coming yeah. up. And they tweet and they say, they're coming thick and fast, just like we like them. <laughs> I hate it so much. No! And the second I saw it, I screenshot it. And I said, this is the best thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Because oh, a brand no. like Ferrari, yeah. non-ironically yeah. and not intentionally tweeting... <laughs> They're coming thick and fast oh, no, is the God. funniest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, that's pretty tough. That's yeah. pretty tough. I feel like... That would be hard know. to beat. That would be hard to beat. Yeah. I feel like you get into dangerous territory pretty quick with the driving innuendos um, in Formula mm. One. And it's very like mm-hmm. a hoity-toity kind of sport. And so right. it's like... Any crossover that's done, like from a branding perspective, is like, okay, you guys know, but you're trying to keep keep it under wraps, like when you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I think, well, and they're just 
sometimes like and they've been getting better i think they're definitely on like reddit and they're seeing like the formula dank memes because ferrari's posted a couple of them recently mm-hmm. well i think they're adjusting to their new audience like their new audience mm. is so is younger and it is u.s based and it is like that's how it's traveling now like through meme culture so there's definitely Dude. like an aspect to your guys's podcast that to me like i am also incredibly brand new like more so than most people i would say to f1 mm-hmm. and like i've watched a few races with corbin and uh nice. and here with his family and stuff and so it's like just getting into the the realm and the world of f1 and i feel like how you guys set up and talk about the different aspects of like the branding and the social media and like the politics sometimes behind these teams Mm -hmm. is some of the most like interesting parts of what you guys talk about because it's not just like what happens on the track also your guys's goddamn intro is so professional sounding and i was like listening today and i was like it's so good i was blown away like you guys set it up so each of you talk you and kate and kennedy are all like have your little speaking parts yeah and then it like rolls in it fades out perfectly into this intro song and it's like everyone's getting hyped for the episode i gotta say that was like that was next level for me i was like this is fucking i'm so stoked for this episode just because of the first goddamn 30 seconds of this oh that's so sweet you guys should do one yeah i think yours would be fun and funny you should do an intro a tag or whatever they call it I don't even know what I do. I think I just, I just like, ah, we've, we've, uh, we've gotten feedback. It's so off-putting. Yeah. We've gotten feedback that our intros are just so hard to follow because even when we have guests and stuff, we're just like talking and then we all drink tequila. I was just going to say, I just wait for the clink. Yeah. It's like, it's (laughs) the clink is like the good start to the episode. And then who knows what's going to happen. I think we need to have, we'll work on some sort of like a, uh, organized yeah intro like that that'd be great see cody you're a lot better than me i don't this is news to me that we've been getting feedback about our wonky <laughs> intros uh, because i'm so bad i don't do social media on my own accounts in general like yeah fair. it just puts me in a bad place like i don't know why social media just fucking scares me like when i gotta get on instagram i most of my instagram feed is literally just like businesses for hobbies that I'm into and it still gives me anxiety because it's just like all these people doing all this shit that I'm not doing and I get upset with myself and I cannot be on it at all and so Cody's you know the one who looks at all that he looks at like the analytics for the pod and everything and stressful I hate it for the few analytics we do have yeah yeah it's but apparently yeah I know, yeah, right? we've learned apparently now in this very moment that while Cody gets the information, <laughs> he doesn't employ it in the <laughs> continuous improvement of the podcast, which is something I would definitely try to do. So it's true. Uh, I guess I might have to get more involved. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is, we're learning. I'm improving. I'm improving. We're growing. Um, on that, I have to pee so bad. I was going to say, we... actually, like, I, I was like, I feel like the pee break is usually way earlier. Dude, I've been holding out just <laughs> no. because we have a guest, you and I am go. like about to. Okay, go, all right, I'm gonna go. go pee. You guys do like an ad read or something. That'll be funny. Corbin, what okay. are you gonna do? 
I'm still looking for this tweet. Is there, there's like a screenshots folder on uh, iPhone, right? I feel like, yeah, there is. I also feel Actually, like. Go ahead. You know who this ad, what this ad read is to? Mm. And you are somebody who got to benefit from this experience as well. Okay. Um, This episode is dedicated to Cody finally getting a fucking iPhone so that oh. we can have a fucking blue bubble mm-hmm. fucking conversation on text message we could name it if we want to we can kick people out so if we could kick both of us out of our chat that we made (laughs) she has that power now to talk to myself guess what iphones are dope (laughs) (laughs) yeah they are they are i also want to take this time to um recognize that the way that corbin asked me to be on the podcast officially two days ago (laughs) was to was to which story do i tell first it's okay (laughs) <laughs> was to send a picture of a pie with podcast question mark written on it. And the context for this is that the way that Corbin asked me to prom junior of high school was by handing me a pie that said prom question mark. <laughs> so yeah, the, weird the callback part was, was very good. Is, here's one thing. This is part of the stuff that's fallen through like the sieve of, you know, filtering good memories from bad. Mm-hmm. I remember asking you to prom I remember like it being a good experience. I don't remember how I got your address or knew where you lived. <laughs> from Cody. I Yeah, that was from Was me. it from Cody? I think it was okay. from Cody. Because there was like yep. a it was like Cody texted me and was like, Hey, are you home? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah. What like, like yes. we like we this is weird. Like, what's happening? It's like, yeah, I'm home. I'm- I was like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I think one of your parents answered the door, too. And I was like, (laughs) this is not for you. Oh, no. Is your daughter home? (laughs) Not for you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Was it my mom or my dad? I think it was your mom. Yeah, probably. That's. Is your mom stern at all? Neither of them are very stern. Does she look disapproving in general? No. They're very chill. I think, though, I had the look. I still do a bit, but I think at the time I definitely had, like, the look and the appearance of a piece of shit. Uh, I think people looked at me and they were like, no. this kid is trash. I, I hate this guy. I don't want to deal no, with him. No, never. I I do remember planning this with Corbin <coughs> and him being like, <coughs> sorry, I'm getting all choked up. COVID. Here, you guys. We have COVID. Um. Also, I feel so much better after peeing. I was getting so antsy and so like anxious. I really peeing, was so gonna ask now. earlier. I was like, "This has not happened yet." I feel much better. <clears throat> um, but I specifically remember trying to like plan something because you're right; it was like last minute, um, more so than most. I would say. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. I promise, I didn't say that. You said <laughs> okay, it. whatever. And then. I mean, it's fair. I was a scared boy, and I really had to, like, push myself to do anything like that ever. So it's fine. It's no big deal. I just, it's amazing I even did it. Okay. (laughs) I just, exactly. And I'm so proud of you because I remember we were standing in your kitchen. We were like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Then we're like, what should we do? And then didn't we bring, like, didn't you bring um, cupcakes or something like that? But we were like, no. This was the ad read. You were gone. We talked about the pie. It was a pie. Oh, it was a pie. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember the history now. 
I like that this is a we situation. I really like that this is a we situation. He's saying it's a we. It was an I situation because he already yes. had a day to prom no, I know, and it was my sister. I, really like, <laughs> no, I know, but I was like really noticing but, the we got to do this. Yes. But the best thing was, I will say, it all was very heartfelt from Corbin. It was all very thought out. And then it was, I knew it was going to be received well. That was the thing. At the end of the day, yeah. I remember hyping it up like, yes, this is going to be a-okay. It was great. But as an adult, I feel bad about it now because it's like when people ask people to marry them on like live television or in crowded restaurants, like your <laughs> options were yes or don't take the pie. I feel like I really backed you into a corner there. And you're like, yeah, I want the fucking pie. Of course I want the pie is pie. Yeah. So I feel like I really didn't give you enough wiggle room to be like, nah. <laughs> what? I don't know that I needed wiggle room to say nah. <laughs> I just want to always make sure it's there. Yeah, you know? totally. That's very considerate of you. That's good to, yeah. That's I good. mean, if it makes any difference, I had a great time that year and our group was, oh, it was awesome. So much fun. That was, I we was going to say like, it was like the best dance experience I had in high school for sure. It was just mm. like so chill. And Corbin, you were so yeah. good at like just being like, we're going to go over here and talk to these people. And we're going to go over here and talk to these. It, we just had a great time. It was just like so like I I like wasn't used to hanging out with a bunch of different kinds of people. And it was mm. just so fun. We just spent the whole night floating around. And I was like, oh, this is how you do a party. Like, I'm not scared of this. This is fine. I could drink something, maybe. You know, not that I did. I but. will say, and I don't remember if we talked about this when we saw each other over the summer, but should I say this on a public platform? I think like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It was so no, much more fun than sweating. my other prom. Like, <laughs> oh. the other one was so weird. Yeah. It was uncomfortable, and it just led to more and more uncomfortable situations like following that <laughs> whereas like i feel like i do regret because i feel like shortly after prom we fell off we weren't like unfriendly with each other but it was like i think we didn't know what to do we were just like ah. i'm terrible at everything most of the time anyway so <laughs> yeah it was like i guess do we hang out i don't know and i was like I'll leave it up in the air and then just kind of disappear. Yeah, but I, I did like, the same thing. See, but the following one, I was like, oh, I'm going to take those lessons I learned. Yeah, yeah. I'm applying. Totally. It did not work out. Totally. It <laughs> went very poorly. Okay. And yeah, so it was a weird, weird time. But yeah. prom was fun. Junior year prom, good time. Good time. At the end of the day, I got to say, this is some hot boy shit working through some of this and remembering some of this. These are some yeah. like crazy, weird, awkward times in our lives. So awkward. And but also there's still some positive behind it. And I think it's hot boy shit to remember these and still be able to talk about them and still be able to reminisce about them. I love it. Makes me happy. Um, it's a good time. One mm -hmm. final memory that I want to reminisce on. And Sophie, I'm not sure if you remember this or... Cause I don't remember if we talked about this. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know but, if you remember the massive amount of drugs that we took that night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we did so many drugs. Oh, we should no, have drank was... together. Like I'm so upset. This is thinking? this is my biggest regret from high school is that I. I'm Dude. glad actually. I'm glad I didn't drink in our high school like environment. Yeah. But like, man, yeah. I wish we could have. Like now we're drinking together, but it's like what eight nine years later. Like yeah. 
the times I we think we all had... need to get like drunk and party together. Though. Yes, <laughs> yes, I think we would have such a good time. It would be so fun. We can't complain about missed opportunities though, as adults, when we have the power to create those opportunities now. So yeah. true. Um, before 2022 is over, I'm manifesting right now. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna get drunk together, okay? Yes, let's do it. I you guys should come here. I also love Seattle. Ooh. But you guys should come to New York yes. and hang. Well, then we'll get drunk with each other twice and we'll just do <laughs> it'll be bi coastal. We'll be both sides yes. of the US, which means we average out Colorado as well. So we will have basically gotten drunk in Colorado. Exactly. Together, so perfect. That's math, stats, kids. Dude, big brain. Got it. Big um, brain. I want to advocate for the nerds in our hometown because um, it was fucking scary to drink yes. in our hometown yes like it I was really agree. scary it was not chill i will say i had to pull out my yearbook the other day because um my older sister ran into somebody from pr and was like who is this and i was like I don't oh know. yeah so i like yeah, yeah. pulled them up in my yearbook to like send a picture so i just started like flipping through and being like i forget people sign these things Cause like I have one that I just roll like weed on now. It's fun. But like my other three, I guess are still there that could be red. So I'm like flipping through them and seeing all the people that are like, yo, we should hang out for sure. And then like, of course we never hung out. Like it's just not a thing that happens. Like anybody who writes, we should hang out more in your yearbook. You will never see outside (laughs) of that moment ever again. (laughs) But one of them, you had a whole page in our junior year yearbook. So your senior year. (laughs) And it's just like, it's like, we went through a rough patch, but we got over it. (laughs) This is Cody's confrontation. I love it. Yeah, the the drama yeah. all came out into my yearbook writing. Oh, that's so good. No, we had we squashed it. Like we were good <laughs> yeah, yeah. at that point. Like I, I was think... like, it's fine. You're leaving. You're gonna go to New Mexico, and Kennedy's <laughs> gonna be that? an asshole for a whole year. <laughs> oh that was God. that was an interesting time. I think the whole interaction with you being my best friend, then dating my best friend's sister. 100% should have handled that differently. The confrontation of different friends and shit, I will say, was not fun at all. And I was like, yo, this is some bullshit in my life that I have to deal with this now. But mm-hmm. I also caused some of it with you myself. So I recognize that. Um, it's yeah, Sophie, why school- weren't you there to keep us on track as friends? <laughs> why weren't you coming in and being like, y'all, y'all are fucking up? Because I was also like very non-confrontational in high school. <laughs> yeah, I was also it was very like, did just let things happen to me, and like yeah. it was not. I did not like that. So I, I feel like I'm much better at it now. Honestly, like my job sort of forced me into, and also living in New York, kind of forces you mm-hmm. to be like, hey, this isn't working. <laughs> Let's fix it now. So, which can be honestly, like, I was too much sometimes but it works for me yeah. now so i kind of stayed that way for my whole life and like every now and then i had like bursts of like being like oh i'm gonna fight back on this one but like for the most part i was very non-confrontational and then it's been like the last year year and a half that i've gotten more confrontational and i'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing every time i've done it it's been it's felt good and like vindicating 
But like I vividly remember my first time doing it. And I was flying back from Seattle. And I think that's why I was already in like a situation. I I took that. I I was just, I was going to make it. Yeah. I popped my fucking cherry of being assertive. Okay. (laughs) I swallow, swallow. I opened myself up to being assertive and it was just so beautiful and wonderful, but it kind of hurt a little bit anyway. Um, But I was coming back from Seattle and every time I come back from Seattle, I've got like a week or two weeks where I'm in like this serious funk where I'm like, I hate Colorado. I hate being here. It's so fucking dry. It's cold. It sucks. I can't see the ocean. I'm landlocked. Like I had sushi tonight for dinner and that sushi hasn't seen the ocean for at least no, two months. No, don't get guaranteed. sushi in Colorado. It was from the fucking grocery store too. That's you what's call- even worse. <laughs> But every time I come back from Seattle, I just feel terrible. Like, I hate it. And this was one of, like, the early times of flying out, so I was still learning how to deal with those emotions. And I think I was flying Frontier, which also frustrated me Mm. because Frontier and Spirit just upset me to no end to the point where I'm almost always buying Southwest tickets now and just, like, spending the money and being like, I'm going into debt for this, and I don't care. But frontier i'm getting on with my boarding group it's not southwest you don't check the tickets of people around you and stuff mm-hmm. i had like an aisle seat this day mm-hmm. so i'm going to get into my seat and the lady that's boarding directly behind me just goes well let me get in first because apparently she had the window oh and i was just like oh, man absolutely okay. not so I just yeah, no, thank you. stood back. I put my backpack in my seat and I like stood back and let her by. And then I just looked at her and went, hey, next time a please would be nice. <laughs> Got him. And she just goes, are you talking to me? <laughs> and I just went, yeah. <laughs> and then I yes. sat down and I didn't say anything else to her the whole flight. Yes. But love it. my problem is I still felt like shit. The entire time. Totally. I was sitting there, like, concerned. I was like, is she sitting over there just all worried? Like, maybe she didn't mean it in a dick way. Maybe she didn't mean it like this. But now I think about it less and less, and I've just been somewhat confrontational with strangers that I don't know more and more often. And, um... <laughs> oh. 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 I just lost Corbin. That was crazy. Okay. That's too bad, because he's we writing can't us hear in, you. He's... He's Are you writing us, us a card? An Corbin, SML I think card? I need to leave the meeting and then jump back in. Because I think it'll just continue the recording. Oh, let's see if it works. There he what is. Up? There he is. Hey, he's back. There we go. Can y'all appreciate that I wrote sorry in the mirror image? Well, it is um, backwards for me. <laughs> it's backwards. Is it backwards? <laughs> so... It shows it normally for me, which is frustrating. Because I had another one that was written correctly, and I was like, they won't be able to see it. I can see oh. that one. I can't see that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Fucking sucks. Uh, I, that's so that's the clip I'm using is you writing it backwards. and then <laughs> The fucked up part, though, is in my video, it was correct. That's really, oh, I'm fuck. crying again. I'm just crying again. That's funny. Oh, Corbin, you were like in the middle of your deep shit, too. Sorry. 
I know. What was I even talking about? Confrontation. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it feels kind of good sometimes. And I feel sometimes vindicated the more often that I, like, speak up. Yeah. And it's about, like, actual things. Like, it's not just being, like, I hate your shirt. It's, like... You know, that's if you asshole. see like that's asshole spectrum. Yeah, that's, that's if you see like that side. person that's like inconveniencing somebody else and they don't know it, but there's somebody more like me who's really passive who's just taking it. I'm more likely now to go up and be like, "Hey, like, move a little bit." Yeah. To make <laughs> it won't change your situation, but it'll change yeah. this person's situation. I've definitely so it's kind of fun. I definitely honestly thrive off of those interactions. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. How often, as a New Yorker now, do you like scream like you're like I'm walking <laughs> here? Once or is day, that more Jersey? Least. I don't know. If what's I want to get slapped every time, every time I want to get slapped. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I'm sure it happens all the time. That's like a that's a normal occurrence. Yeah, you kind of it's kind of nice. You kind of have to get used to like people aren't. They say that like in New York, people aren't like people are kind, but they're not nice. Like people you know, will do things I, for you, but they won't be nice about yeah. it. We talked about this on the podcast actually because I work sent me on a trip to New York City last year in October. Yeah. Also, and I'm sorry if you keep trying there, to wrap it up. I keep going so. It's no, it's okay. With me. I but, like it. Okay. I, I'm only I two and a half there. minutes in according to my Riverside, so <laughs> exactly. we cut 58 I, minutes. Yeah, I really hope that that recording actually works. I'm sure it's fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. okay. It'll be good. Um, So while I was in New York, literally there were multiple experiences where people were, yeah, helping me, but they were dicks about it in yeah. a weird way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, or totally. I would experience, I'd see something happen where like someone would be looking at their phone about to walk in the street and someone would be like, dude, you fucking idiot. And like slap them back on the sidewalk. So it's like, okay, there was a nicer way to do that, but you were also making sure they didn't get run over. So it's like this dude, very interesting I have this balance. Vivid memory from New York. I think I was like eighth grade and it was New York city. And I remember we were walking, we're on the sidewalk and there was this guy and he was leaning against a building. He's wearing like camo pants, which at the time wasn't cool. And now people would be like, oh, that's cool. Like his fit <laughs> today would be cool. Then it wasn't. But I wasn't like staring at him for any reason. It was just like sometimes, you know, when you're in a city and you come from a small little town, your lo- eyes just lock on something for no reason. And it just happened to be this guy eating a sandwich. It's probably because I wanted a sandwich. I was probably hungry. Yeah. So I was like looking at him and he's like eating the sandwich and he looks up at me. I'm 14, right? He's eating a sandwich, looks up, he's still chewing. And then he just flips me off. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was the first time in my life I'd ever actively been flipped off by somebody who wasn't also in middle school. Mm-hmm. And so good. I was so scared that he was also going to follow me and like kick my ass because he didn't look super nice like he was eating yeah. his sandwich aggressively but the sandwich looked pretty good but yeah i remember he just looked at me locked eyes flipped me off and it was the most stressful moment of my life yeah i like normally God if damn. i am driving new york 
it's kind of just like somebody drives in front of you and you're like you fucking piece of shit like what the fuck like it's just like now <laughs> normal and i don't know See, what changed but new york if it helps if it makes you feel better that might just be getting older because i legit mm-hmm. yelled at somebody today in not new york city while mm-hmm. i was driving <laughs> i think it's just part of getting older I when think- you learn how to drive you're like you're so dumb what are you doing you gotta yeah. think driving in the metropolitan area like that changes you emotionally. Like, it does. Some sort of. It does. I like. I don't. I won't even drive in Denver. It has on you. Yeah. Like yeah, if I can avoid so driving in Denver, I will. So I don't know how you even stand going into New York City traffic. You just yell, like no. really, truly. You just have to yell in your little box <laughs> and like let it reverberate off the walls back at you. And like that's you know it. I might oh, like it amazing. then because Kermit, I think you would. I, I find yelling and screaming sometimes where other people can't hear me very therapeutic. So maybe I should drive in New York exactly. so I can just <laughs> scream at people and it won't change anything. But I feel heard by yeah. me. Yeah, Sophie, don't you dare try and convince him to move out to New York because I finally no, am about to get him to move out here to Washington. And if that gets screwed up. I'm about to fucking that it's me. break right Not now, that Cody. It's me that's for you here. Because I'm I've been saying. wanting to live in Seattle since I was like I 15 or 16 years old. So I'm just saying you're about to come out here. I'm about I to just finally have, have you close. Exactly. Oh, and if that good. Because I was about up. to snap. Because I've been ready to move for a while. I just. <laughs> we live in a country that doesn't care for its workers and doesn't care to start caring for its workers. No. So it's yeah. hard for me to get out there. Just do it. Just Say go. It. Join an improv yep. troupe. Drive your little boxcar in the Metropolitan and yes, confront strangers absolutely. every day. Sophie, if I join an improv troupe, will you come out yes. to Seattle and do an improv show no. with us? No. Pretty please. <laughs> yes. What if I, I will I, come watch. What if I invite you via pie? I will think about <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Um, right. You, Sophie, you are always welcome here in the Pacific Northwest. Thank you. Um, we will welcome you with open arms. And Likewise. here on the Hot Boys podcast, this has yes, been always personally my favorite podcast that we've done in a minute. Um, first very guest fun. we've had in a while, but it's just also been very fun and enjoyable. And you bring positive energy. And like I said, there are things that happened in the past that you said that made me a better, more introspective person. So thanks for being around. Thanks for being you. That's so sweet. I'm going to cry for another reason now. That's that's some hot boy shit right there. No, seriously, thanks for being on. I've made you cry then for two of the three reasons. So now I have to be really mean to you. I'm going to, I have to make you sad cry now. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, uh, You can do that on the stage of the improv troupe. (laughs) With Where you will also be correct. Realistic talent, well, yes. Uh, yeah, as I bomb, I will be sobbing, and it'll be fine. I think no, you won't bomb, and you'll be up there, and you'll be sobbing. Such there'll be success tears. There'll actually be dimes that'll be rolling out of your eyeballs. You will be printing money. Yeah, you'll be a lead cause of inflation for that month, but it'll be really <laughs> oh cool. God. Yeah, great. Why have I done anything else for money, dude? Truly. Seriously, for right? real. What the fuck, Sophie? Damn. I don't know. 
Question. One final one before we go. I know we're trying to wrap up, but I just thought of this and it's really dumb. <laughs> perfect. So that's perfect. Either it, like result, either outcome is legal US tender that you can use. But you either have to cry money or you have to ship money. Which one are you doing and why? <laughs> okay. First reaction. First thought. Um, I think you know what I'm gonna say. You're gonna shit money. You gotta say absolutely. You have to say, I'm shitting money. Absolutely. And of course, you're gonna shit here's money. Here's the reason why: is because <laughs> the sense of power when you hand something to somebody else that's a stranger <laughs> that you know came out of your ass. No, yeah, honestly, I understand. it was a volume thing in my head. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, how often do you cry versus how often do you shit? And then also, like. I feel like I would only cry like dimes, but I would shit like hundred dollar bills. I'd <laughs> so. shit like ten thousand dollar bricks of hundreds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But That's I'm thinking I was like valuable, valuable shits, you guys. Immediately. What if there's not a difference monetarily? Hmm. Like you cry really valuable like wheat pennies or something that sell for like five hundred dollars on <laughs> but eBay. But I, st- <laughs> but I still shit more often. Yeah. That's a good point. You know. Although I am a cancer, so I do cry a lot. Cancers! Hey! Oh, God. Yeah. I'm a cancer. Known. Thank you, Sophie. Seriously. This has yeah, been you. awesome. Thank you, it's guys. It's been great to this is so fun. chat again. Yeah, this was great. It's been a blast. Sorry we'll if it, it was like soon. really chaotic and last minute and weird or anything, but thanks for it's being on. It was super all. fun. I was very happy to if be here. If you look at the scope of things we talked about, I mean, we So proud. I mean, jokes. We were hopefully the funny. Yokes, we'll find the out, funny I guess. Yokes. And then there were some really serious, heartfelt moments, and there's some good reminiscing, and then some hot boy shit all through. And mm-hmm. the gov likes black cherry. <laughs> the gov likes thought? black cherry. Who'd have known? I have two really good titles stirring in my head The Gov Likes Black Cherry or NyQuil Night Terrors. Those are two really good titles. NyQuil Night podcast. Terrors is too good not to use. I know, I know. Okay, I agree. I All forgot right. that cool. I told that story already. This it's is. So I'm good. gonna like finish, and I'm gonna be. I'm. I have no fucking clue what I just talked about. Total blackout. That's so that's me. Every episode, every yeah. two weeks, people. Mm-hmm. I will have friends be like, I'll say something, and they'll be like, Yeah, you said that on the podcast, and I'll be like, I did. I said that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's terrible. That's okay. So. Well, it's but been yeah, very thank fun. you again. We've yeah, got to, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. This has been awesome. Thank you. And guys. for those of you listening, just be fucking be nice to each other. Don't yeah. say a bunch of shit that you'll regret when you get older because it's fucking lame and it sucks. And go do stand up and do improv or something. I don't know. Roll tide. Also, <laughs> do you say roll tide? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Are you a fucking, <laughs> is that Bama? <laughs> Oh my god, uh, Sophie! I'll put your so your Instagram and then your podcast information in the description of this too, if people Sick. would Thank like to you. follow that. Thank yeah, you. listen to Bro- fucking lights one tide. Lights out. Sorry, lights out. Lights one. <laughs> it's an F one podcast. Lights out. It'll be in the description. You know what's hot boy shit? More hot boy shit than listen to our podcast is listen to that yes. podcast because it's really good. And if you don't watch F one, I mean, you should you give should it a start. go. It's fucking sick. Yeah. You'll still enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. All right. We love you all. Love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.